Hello there and welcome along to Planet Sport Football Africa, a passion for sport production where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Ida Waringa in Nairobi, Kenya, and by Stuart Weir in the UK. And on this week's show, we ask who was the best African player in the English Premier League this season and what impact African players made in the league this season. We also highlight some of the best Africans elsewhere in Europe and we speak to Italy-based Simeon Wankwo, who became the highest-scoring Nigerian in a single season in one of Europe's top leagues, despite his club Croton getting relegated from Serie A. But I've had absolutely no time to think about it. Um, it's been a... Difficult year for us. That's coming later, plus Stuart on the battle for the top four places in the English Premier League. But first, big congratulations to Nigeria's Asisat Oshwala, the first African to win the Women's UEFA Champions League as her club Barcelona beat Chelsea 4-0 in the final last weekend. Asisat came on as a substitute and is up among the best African female players ever. Oshwala won the Confederation of African Football's Women's Player of the Year award early last year. That's for a fourth time, equaling the record of fellow Nigerian Perpetua Nkwacha. And the second legs of the quarterfinals of the CAF Champions League are on this weekend and South African coach Pizzo Mosimani might knock out his former club with Al-Athli of Egypt winning 2-1 in the first leg at home to Mamelodi Sundowns of South Africa. And the Kaiser Chiefs of South Africa had an amazing 4-0 win at home to Simba of Tanzania in their first leg. The Chiefs have really struggled in the domestic league this season, only sitting in 11th place domestically. Widat Casablanca of Morocco play at home to MC Alger of Algeria, 1-1 in the first leg that one was. And CR Bouluzidad of Algeria have a useful 2-0 lead as they play away to Esperance of Tunisia. And interesting to see that CAF is moving ahead with plans for the professionalization of match officials in African football. Now, last weekend, the CAF Executive Committee was briefed on the implementation of a training program for an elite body of referees within CAF. It aims to contract referees who will be paid, monitored and trained by FIFA and CAF. That's a story that we'll certainly revisit here on Planet Sport Football Africa. So our main focus this week is on the best African players this season in Europe. Let's start with the English Premier League ending this Sunday. Uh, Ida, first of all, how would you rate the impact that African players had in the English Premier League this season? High or average or below average? Well, some of the stars haven't been at their usual best, but Steve, it's also been a good opportunity for others to prove themselves. You know, I mean, look at Kelehi Henacho, for example. Now, his goals have been so crucial for Leicester, and especially when uh, Jamie Vardy's form had dipped. So the Nigerian has definitely been a fan favorite this season. Uh, looking at Wilfred Zaha, well, he's enjoying, currently enjoying his highest tally in the top flight with 11 goals so far. Uh, now this eclipses his 10. That was back in the 2018-19 season. So, you know, it is great that it's happening in a season when he so badly wanted to leave Crystal Palace. But I still think that the Ivorian can definitely give even more. Uh, looking at Mo Salah, well, pretty much doing what he does best, firmly tied with Harry Kane, currently in the lead for the Golden Boot with 22 league goals each. 
And with his goal against West Brom, well, Salah tied Emmanuel Adebayo for second on the list of the highest scoring African players in the EPL history with 97 goals. Now, that is only surpassed by Didier Drogba on 104. And Steve, speaking of the last players to share the golden boot with Salah, though that was back in the 2019 season, but Arsenal's Aubameyang with 10 league goals so far and Liverpool's Sadio Mane with nine just haven't been in prolific form. It happens. It's life. And at times we have seen that spill over on the pitch. You know, unfortunately, as we saw with uh, that very public spat between Mane and coach Jürgen Klopp. Looking at other Africans, you know, the likes of Nicolas Pepe. We're looking at Thomas Partey as well, you know, blowing hot and cold for Arsenal. Also because of rampant injuries. So, Steve, hopefully he will improve next season. Yeah, sure. And let me throw you the big question in brief, Ida. Who would you say was the best African in the English Premier League this season? Well, Steve, I'm guessing you must be wondering, but I haven't forgotten Manchester City's Algerian Riyad Mahrez. Now, he has simply been in phenomenal form for City and not just in the EPL, but in the Champions League as well. And look, with Mares, it's not necessarily about the tally of goals per se, but, you know, more about overall impact, at least for me. So if we stick strictly to the league, then, you know, more or less, I guess it would be Salah. But if you allow me to digress, Steve, to my African player of the season, then easily, Riyad Mares. He is now a two-time Premier League champion, EFL Cup winner, and is such a crucial cog, perhaps the most crucial, that's gotten City to their first ever Champions League final. And quickly going back to the Premier League and going back to Ihenacho, Steve, well, um, 12 goals in 24 outings and overall Leicester's highest goal scorer in all competitions this season with 19 goals. That is four more than Jamie Vardy. Now, the Nigerian also made history with a very quirky record, Steve. <laughs> now, with his goal against Chelsea, Ihenacho became the first player in Premier League history to score a goal on all seven days of the week within a single season. <laughs> so, definitely one of those very interesting stats, you know, that Stuart would probably give us. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed he would, and Stuart has got more fascinating stats for us later on in the show. Uh, thanks, Ida. So one African who will be much sought after on the transfer market in the off-season is Brighton's Eve Bissouma. He's a defensive midfielder from Mali who's got a tremendous work rate, and a Planet Sport Football Africa's Ras Bravo watched Bissouma in action last Tuesday as the Seagulls had a three thrilling 3-2 win over the champions Manchester City with almost 8,000 fans allowed back in the stadium to watch it. Uh, so, Russ, first, as a Brighton fan, uh, getting back into the stadium and coming from 2-0 down to beat Man City, uh, have you got your voice back now? I guess you were doing a lot of singing and shouting there. Just about, just about. I have to say it was amazing singing with so many people after so long having to keep quiet. Yeah, great experience. <laughs> and uh, tell us more about what it was like being back uh, watching football and also about uh, Mali's Eve Bissouma. 
I've said it before, Steve, and I'll say it again. Football without fans is just a kickabout. We've got so used to seeing empty grounds on our TV screens that we've been in danger of forgetting the vital contribution a passionate crowd supporting their team really makes. This wasn't a game where the result was critical to either side, but it turned into a night of raw emotion that few of the 8,000 fans fortunate enough to get a ticket will ever forget. It all seemed business as usual early in the second half as a wonder goal from Quicksilver England wide man Phil Foden put the champions 2-0 up, following a close-range finish from Gundogan that had provided the lead inside two minutes. Even going down to ten men when Cancelo was sent off ten minutes in just seemed a minor inconvenience. One of Brighton's outstanding players this season has been Marley defensive midfield powerhouse Yves Bissouma. He's developed fast now that he's used to the speed and intensity of the Premier League. And it was his drive and tenacity that began to push the Seagulls forward, strong in possession, biting in the tackle and quick to mop up loose balls and start an attack. Just two minutes after Foden's goal, the Seagulls were back in it. Rodri lost his bearings and gifted the ball to Leandro Trossard, who jinked into the box, seemed to take too long, only to squeeze his shot inside Edison's left-hand post. 2-1. The crowd turned up the volume, sensing a comeback. The Albion's attacks were relentless now, Bissouma at the heart of each wave, with fans roaring their encouragement and the momentum fully with the home side. Crosses fizzed into the box, shots were blocked, then the equaliser came as Gross curled a pinpoint cross in for Adam Webster to score with a firm header. Now the stadium was a cauldron of noise, fans as the twelfth man urging the home team on. A winner was coming, you could taste it. Sure enough, a neat passing move involving Lalana and Trossard ended with giant wing-back Dan Byrne sweeping his shot home at the second attempt, disappearing under a pile of bodies as the Brighton team celebrated. When the final whistle sounds, the fans go mad, the champions are defeated and one of the most memorable games for a long while at the Amex Stadium is over. Man of the match? It has to be, and it is, Yves Bissouma. Songs and applause echo round the ground and 8,000 sound like 30,000. On a memorable night after a roller coaster game, it's a suitable reminder. The beautiful game needs fans because it's all about the drama and emotion of the contest. Every action needs a reaction. At its best, the beautiful game is the nearest sport gets to combining the joy of music and dance. And Bissouma will have his dancing shoes on next season for sure. Well, what a game. And I wonder where Yves Bissouma might move to. Could be one of the top clubs, although uh, he won't come cheap. Uh, thanks, Russ. That's a Planet Sport Football Africa's Russ Bravo. Uh, so, OK, last week on social media, we asked, who do you think has been the best African player in the Premier League this season, with the season coming to a close this Sunday? We had another very big response to this topic, and uh, in Sierra Leone, Isaac Danny did mention Brighton's Malian midfielder Eve Bissouma as his pick. And with the rest of your comments, here's Planet Sport Football Africa's Ash Tekiwa. Thanks, Steve. And we start on Facebook, where three names kept recurring. First, Algeria and Manchester City winger Riyad Mahrez was the choice of many, including James Chukukwelu and Prince Santos in Nigeria. Then... Senegal and Chelsea goalkeeper Edward Mendy was also popular, being the choice of Confidence Akoli in Ghana and Prince Zaki Majok in Kenya, among others. 
but the name that came up most of all on Facebook was Nigeria and Leicester City striker Kelechi Iheanacho, chosen by almost half of our correspondents on Facebook this week, including Miracle Diali in Nigeria and Ismail Yusuf in Kenya. Well, to the WhatsApp now, and here's a comment from Emma in the Gambia. For me, I will say Kelechi Iheanacho is the best African player this season, says Emma. He has scored 18 goals for Leicester, but had he played for Liverpool or Manchester City, he may have scored more. And Edwin Wesonga in Kenya agrees. Iheanacho should be crowned the best African player, says Edwin. Now meanwhile, in Chad, Adum Ibet Mamut says the best African player in the EPL this season is Riyad Mahrez. And Rael in the Comoros agrees. For me, says Rael, I choose Riyad Mahrez because he has showed very well in the league and played well against PSG in the Champions League. And Daev David Dakar in Zambia also agrees in this voice note. For me, I can say Riyad Mahrez has brought impact this season for Premier League. He even helped Manchester City to qualify for Champions League final. So for me, Riyad Mahrez... And here's another voice note from Mono John in Zambia. I think Riyad Mahrez has had a better season overall, though Mohamed Salah has more goals than any other African player. But his overall contribution to Man City being champions, I think Riyad Mahrez stands out for me. So John gives Mahrez the nod ahead of Mohamed Salah on account of him helping Manchester City to win the EPL title. To the Gambia now, and here's Chelsea supporter Juladin Jawona. The best African footballer in the EPL is the Chelsea goalkeeper Edward Mendy, says Juladin. He has performed well for Chelsea during the EPL and the Champions League, helping Chelsea to reach the Champions League final and send us on the right direction to finish in the top four in the EPL this season. And here's another voice note, this time from Aliu Shagba Momo in Sierra Leone. It's very easy uh, for me. I'm um, the English Premier League <laughs> side of money. I can let me say side of money is very outstanding, right? Although we have so many Africa players who play in the English Premier League, but um, side of money is very outstanding among them. So I, I nominate side of money. So Aliu choosing the Senegal and Liverpool striker Sadio Mane, and Bolong Baji in the Gambia agrees with his choice. He scores, joins in the build-ups and counter-attacks. He makes assists and creates space for his teammates. It is due to his tactical awareness that Firmino and Salah have got most of their goals. And Bolong continues, The impact of African players in the EPL is huge. Many of the goals scored have had the involvement of African players in one way or the other. In Malawi, Bizwek Njakwa says, I was thinking of Mohamed Salah of Liverpool because of his goal tally, which has helped Liverpool to be in the position they are in now. Without him, they could be down in mid-table. So this season, a lot of African players have done well, including Ian Nacho of Leicester City and Marley's Musa Njenepo at Southampton. But as a top African player of the year, says Bizwek, I believe Riyad Mahrez deserves the award. And the final word this week goes to Esunje in Cameroon. In my opinion, Riyad Mahrez has been the standout spectacle this season, not only as the best player from Africa, but I think he stands out as one of the most valuable players of the EPL. On many occasions, he saved Manchester City from defeat, scoring vital goals that landed victory. Playing for a very competitive club like Manchester City, 
it takes resilience to sustain first choice in the club, and Mares has done that, says Esunje. So there you are, Steve, a huge response again this week, with most of the votes going to either Mares, Mendy or Iheanacho. But there's one clear winner, and that's Manchester City's Algerian winger, Riyad Mares. Well, thanks for all of those responses and great to hear from Chad and from the Comoros too. Thanks, Ash. That's Planet Sport Football Africa's Ash Tikiwa. Let's get a final word on this from our European football expert, Stuart Weir in the UK. Uh, show Stuart, Mohamed Salah, 20-plus goals, but hardly mentioned there. Uh, would you say that it's Mares, the best African in the Premier League this season? Steve, I didn't find this easy. I counted 23 players who have started at least 15 Premier League games this season, and many of them have had an excellent season. I agree with so many of the listener comments, and as you will see, the same names do keep cropping up. Like they do at some of those um, showbiz presentations, I'm going to give you my top five, but in reverse order. And first let me explain my decisions. I'm looking for players who played well, but whose play has had a significant effect on the fortunes of their club. In joint fourth place, I'm going for the Nigerian pairing at Leicester of Ihenecho and Ndidi. Ihenecho's goals and Ndidi's all-round play helped Leicester to win the FA Cup for the first time ever and might even take them into the Champions League. In third place, I'm placing Mo Salah. How can you leave out someone who scored 21 goals in 31 league starts? But the frustration for him is that his goals have brought no trophies and may not even be enough to get Liverpool into the Champions League. It all depends on the last game. Now that leaves me with Riyad Mahrez and Edward Mende, both of whom did enough to be player of the year. I was impressed with Mahrez's nine goals and general play in arguably the strongest squad in Europe, to the extent that I actually wondered at the beginning of the season if he would play regularly. He's done so. Uh, He's done all that's been asked of him. He's been in the league champions team and potentially winners of the Champions League as well. Chelsea, on the other hand, have had a difficult season with Frank Lampard being fired, Thomas Tuchel coming in. Chelsea are finishing the season with two cup finals and a great chance of getting into the Champions League. At the start of the season, Chelsea were unhappy with the existing, very expensive goalkeeper Kepa. But what I thought... Bringing in an African keeper from the French League who'd never played at the top level was a risk, but he's been superb. Mende has given confidence to the defence. While Mares has been outstanding, the depth of the City squad was such that even without him, I think they'd have won the league. Chelsea would not be where they are without Mende. My Premier League African Player of the Year is the Chelsea and Senegalese goalkeeper, Edouard Mende. Oh, well, very interesting. Thanks, Stuart. Uh, so uh, not many listeners are giving Edward Mendy, the Chelsea keeper, their vote there. But no doubt about the impact that the Senegal keeper made in between the sticks uh, for the Blues. This is Planet Sport Football Africa, brought to you by Passion for Sport. You can follow us on Twitter at Planet Sport FA. And you can download our app and listen to the show anytime. And listen to past programs in our archive. Uh, to download, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. 
Well, let's now take a look at the star Africans elsewhere in Europe this season. And Simeon Simeonwakwa became the highest scoring Nigerian in a single season in one of Europe's top leagues. Uh, Simi has 20 goals for Italian Syria outside Croton. It's a new record for a Nigerian, overtaking Yakubu Aigbeni's 17 goals in the 2011-2012 campaign for Blackburn in the English Premier League. Well, although Crotana already relegated going into the final games this weekend, Simi's also surpassed Obafemi Martin's 28 goals to become the all-time leading Nigerian scorer in the Italian league. This with a club that has gone down. Well, despite these impressive statistics, the Nigeria coach Gernot Raw has indicated that Simi is not part of his plans. Well, Planet Sport Football Africa's Oloshina Okaleji asked Simi how he feels about his achievements. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling, to be honest, you know. Uh, on an individual level, scoring a lot of goals for every striker is very important for your confidence. And then breaking important records as well, I think, is something special. But I've had absolutely no time to think about it. Um, it's been a difficult year for us. Uh, football is a collective sport, uh, and we've not been able to, you know, pick up important results along the way that would have helped us uh, stay in up the league, so... It's a kind of mixed feeling for me uh, because I, I always prioritize uh, the team's collective results ahead of mine and it's been really, really crazy this year. But like I said, it's a good feeling for a striker when you score goals and I'm glad. So Obafemi Martins used to be um, the country's um, flag bearer in the Italian Serie A with 28 goals. But you have since um, overtaken that record now and you are the country's top scorer in the Italian top flight. So how did you find out about this um, new record that you've set, Simi? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, in the build-up to the game and uh, in the last few games I've heard about it, you know, from, uh, you know, some of the, from the journalists around here. And, but I didn't take it serious, you know, because records like uh, everybody knows is, is always meant to be broken by someone someday and today it's, my, it's mine. And tomorrow it will be somebody else, so the feeling is nothing... Of course, you feel good. You feel good, you know, getting to such uh, numbers, like I said, and it's a good thing for every strike, and I wish I wish uh, I were able to prolong it a little bit more. But, like I said, it's, for me personally, it's nothing special and it's not that important for me because collectively we've been, we've been struggling this year, so... I can. I don't have much time now to enjoy it. Despite your great form for Crotone in the Italian Serie A, Coach Genetro has since come out to say you would need to go to a stronger team. You need to go to a stronger place. And it's. It sounds like Nigerian coach is not really a huge fan and is um, not looking in your direction. Um, how does this make you feel when you consider that um, he has said he has better strikers and um, it might be difficult for you to break into his team? No, 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 absolutely not. I wouldn't say I'm bothered about the Super Eagles. Um, first of all, I was born in Nigeria, so I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the Super Eagles. We're all born to be fans of Super Eagles, so uh, I, I think I, I, I'm doing what I have to do, supporting my team, my country. And then at the same time, I share in every boy's dream, every young uh, lad's dream that was born. You know, we all share the same dream. If you want to be a football player, to one day represent your country, so... Definitely, I share the same dream, but for me, like I've said it many times and many times again, it's not in my hands. It's nothing I can control, and I'll make it very clear. It's not an obsession for me.
I am focused in the only thing I can control, which is my day-to-day performances, my day-to-day improvements, becoming better every day, working hard, doing the things I have to do for my club. That's the only thing I can, I can, I can be able to control. So what happens in the Super Eagles is out of my control. So I don't really, I don't lose sleep over it, to be honest. I'm being very, very honest with you. I don't lose sleep over it. If it happens, it happens. If not, life goes on. I'm not worried. That's Nigerian Simeon Wankwo, who's with Croton in Italy, speaking to Planet Sport Football Africa's Oluwashina Okeleji. I don't know, doubt he's certainly been one of the best Africans in Europe this season. It's quite unfortunate that Crotone has been relegated, but nonetheless, Steve, it doesn't take away from Nwanko's achievement. And Steve, Zambian striker Pat Sondaka has also been quite consistent in Austria uh, with Red Bull Salzburg. Now, the team clinched another league title and Daka's 25 plus goals this season naturally played such an important role. Now, hopefully this performance will attract top clubs, which actually are said to already be curious. So we'll definitely see how that goes. And look, can't go without mentioning Gael Kakuta. Now, the DR Congo player's 11 goals and 5 assists for Lons earned him the Marc Vivian 4 award. That is for the best African player in France's league uh, this season, Steve. Yeah, sure. So lots of Africans making an impact uh, in the leagues of Europe this season. Thanks a lot, Ida. Right to next here on Planet Sport Football Africa, brought to you by Passion for Sport. We go to Stuart Weir again in the UK. And Stuart Lester, the FA Cup winners last weekend, uh, but now not looking assured of a top four finish at all. The FA Cup final ended in delight for the Foxes of Leicester City with that 1-0 win over Chelsea. And in an era of Super Leagues, Leicester is a city of 350,000 people, far from being one of the fashionable clubs in England. And this was Leicester's first ever FA Cup win. Compare that to opponents Chelsea, who'd won the Cup six times since 2000. But then Leicester played Chelsea again on Tuesday, this time in the Premier League, and lost. Remember last year how Leicester City were in the top four of the Premier League from September to April, but then lost three of their last four games, finished fifth, and missed out on the Champions League. Is it going to be a repeat? This season, Leicester have been in the top four literally all season, but having lost two and drawn one, of their last four games, they find themselves in a situation now that if Liverpool and Chelsea win on Sunday, Leicester will finish fifth and yet again miss out on the Champions League. There was an interesting comment from the Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel about the cup final result when he said that Chelsea had hired him to get into the Champions League, not to win cups. Another interesting fact about Leicester, though, is that they won the League Cup in 2000, the league in 2016, the FA Cup in 2021, all three more recently than Arsenal have won them. Hmm. Liverpool kept their hopes of Champions League football alive with a headed goal by goalkeeper Allison in the 92nd minute against West Brom. Couldn't be more dramatic than that. And Steve, I knew you'd want to know that Allison is the sixth Premier League goalkeeper to score. Peter Schmeichel scored for Aston Villa, a shot from a corner. Brad Friedel, Blackburn Rovers, also up for a corner, scoring with his feet. Then there was Paul Robinson, Tottenham, Tim Howard, Everton, and Asmir Begovic, 
of Stoke City, who all scored from within their own half. And incidentally, talking of the Schmeichels, Peter Schmeichel and Casper are the only father and son goalkeepers ever to win the FA Cup. And believe it or not, they both beat Chelsea in the final. Now, the big story in English football at the moment is Harry Kane's announcement that he wants to leave Tottenham at the end of the season. While he's under contract for three more years, he believes that he has a gentleman's agreement to be allowed to leave Tottenham as they have not won any trophies this season. His transfer fee is likely to be in the region of $200 million, which means that realistically only Chelsea and the two Manchester clubs are in the running, possibly Barcelona, but we understand that Kane prefers to stay in England. Roy Hudson, Crystal Palace, and Sam Allardyce, West Brom, have announced that they're leaving their clubs at the end of the season, so two managerial vacancies there. And finally, Steve, Scott Carson was in goal for Manchester City last week, playing his first Premier League game for 10 years. That's the longest ever gap between appearances. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Thanks for that, Stuart. And uh, before we go, our social media question this week, uh, picking up there on what Stuart's saying, that Harry Kane wants to leave Tottenham. So uh, in the off-season, which player would you like your club to sign in the Premier League? Uh, So tell us, which is your favourite club and which player you would like your club to sign ahead of next season? Uh, Would it be Harry Kane or maybe someone else who you feel would be just right for your club? So let us know who and why. Uh, You can post a comment on our Facebook page, Planet Sports. Football Africa, or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Which player would you like your club to sign ahead of next season, and why? Well, that's it for the show for this week. So from me, Steve Vickers, and Ash Tikiwa in Harare, from Ida Waringa in Nairobi, and Stuart Weir in the UK, thanks a lot for listening. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.